Wherein the folk is not and should not be viewed as a news source. Any information discussed is purely speculative and should not be viewed as an allegation. Due to the nature of evolving information, wherein the folk is not responsible for content accuracy of any information discussed and shall not be responsible for any decisions made based on such information. By continuing to watch this video, you acknowledge and understand that this is made for entertainment purposes only. Welcome to another episode of Where in the Folk. Today I'm joined by Tully, as always. It's good to see you. I like that. Actually, I never noticed your shirt. I was wearing a Halloween shirt today. Where'd you get that one? Um, I think I got it at Walmart last year. I, I literally only wear these shirts for the shows. So I've got this one. I've got... Uh, oh, that yeah, that is a Walmart shirt. We got that one. <laughs> um, and I think I got a couple more. I got them around Halloween last year. That's when I usually get our scary shirts, like horror movie shirts. Is there in Halloween at Walmart? Because they're like eight dollars. Yeah, you can't beat that. Yeah, just don't think about where they come from. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. If you get online, you can get a two pack for fourteen. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? The recent disaster with a submarine that has been on everybody's mind the last week or so. But before we get into that, I want to go back a little further around 100 and I don't know, around 110 years ago on April 15th, 1912, when one of the most prolific disasters at sea to ever occur happened when 1,500 individuals met their end aboard the British passenger liner RMS Titanic. RMS stands for Royal Mail Carrier, by the way. <laughs> so, construction of the Titanic, if you're not familiar with it, was it was funded by something called the International... What was it? Mercantile? Mercantile. Mercantile Marine, which was controlled by the White Star Line that owned the Titanic and it owned the Olympic. And uh, there was a third one, but I can never remember the name of it. You know what? Hmm? I know. I know. It's what did we say? Royal Mail or Royal Mail steamer? Yeah, something like that. But you would think that it would be in a lot of that name, like the Mercantile. You would think it'd be the Royal Mercantile, something. Well, the RMS. It was like the. It's just something that they named, like put with the name of a lot of their ships. You know, what I mean. Gotcha. Yeah. The reason that we're referencing this is because not of the 1500, which is a tragedy in itself, but there were a certain individuals that were on here that that really need to be brought up. And among the lost souls of the aboard the Titanic was Jacob Astor, Isidore Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Guggenheim. 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 <laughs> Sounds like a fancy sandwich. Well, there's there's a, a a really big YouTube channel called the Guggen Squad. Mm, nice. Now the reason that we decided to pinpoint these individuals is one is a simple one. It's speculated amongst the community, the truth community, that these men strongly opposed the creation of the Federal Reserve, which was in part, if not fully, spearheaded by J.P. Morgan. Mm -hmm. 
he was actually supposed to be on the ship and yeah. at the last minute said nope well him and one of his advisors was supposed to be on the ship and at the last moment they both was like oh we got you know some brisket seat or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we're actually smoking uh brisket this sunday <laughs> so you know they passed up you know this opportunity going the world's nicest cruise ship essentially to north america to north america just because they have other shit to do apparently if you've never been there's actually a titanic museum in pigeon forge tennessee and it gives it gives a lot of uh not only does it have some original stuff from the titanic but it gives a lot of perspective on how big the boat actually was yeah and i know it was small compared to today's cruise liners which i've never been on a cruise but even the scale, like they have a, there's a section of it where it shows like the, what it would look like if you would just stare down the hallway. Yeah. And it looks like an infinity mirror. Like it's just insane how big this ship was. Yeah. It's, it's really big. Like, like I don't remember if they had the full construction of it down there or like a partial one. It's partial. It, they, they've got a lot of different, um, uh, things that have been recovered from the Titanic over the years. Uh, they have replicas of what the rooms would have looked like. They even have uh, where you can feel what the water would have felt like at the time. Mm. And uh, spoiler alert, it's really cold. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, you know, this belief amongst the truth community that the destruction of the Titanic was orchestrated to remove Astor, Strauss, and Guggenheim so that the Federal Reserve could properly move forward. And it did, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, we now live in a world that's deeply impacted by this creation. And uh, and a few continue to stack wealth upon wealth upon wealth. Yeah, I would say a lot of people who listen to us already know this, but the Federal Reserve is often confused for a United States federal entity, and yeah. it's not. It has nothing to do with our government. Not at all, because it spreads across nations, and we're putting it in more places every day. <laughs> and, and you can do your own research, but if you look at the countries left that aren't on the Federal Reserve, it's pretty consistent with countries that um, were generally at, are, are in civil unrest or war-torn all the time. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, bad things happen to people who resist. So when it comes to the destruction of the Titanic, I feel like it's a threefold, possibly fourfold reason. It's to eliminate the opposers of the Federal Reserve collection of insurance money because it's likely that the RMS Olympic was actually what people are calling the Titanic, honestly. Yeah. There's well, why would they why would they do that to a brand new boat when they could yeah. save the new one and just sink the old one? Well, the Olympic was supposedly damaged in transit, and there's old pictures of it where they took pictures, and you can see like a really shoddy Photoshop attempt to cover up that gash. Oh wow! Yeah, like if you if you really dive deep into that, you can find that. So I suggest looking for that. It's it's kind of creepy when you look into the possibility of that. That's going to be a common theme in this episode, by the way. We're we're going to stay objective. You know, we don't really get into politics and stuff like that on this show. We thought that it was interesting due to current events um, just because of the ties to the Titanic 
But everything that we're saying is stuff that you can easily find and research for yourself. And we would encourage you to do that. Absolutely. And, you know, it could have been simply to remove multiple people of wealth because, I mean, these three people were not the only wealthy people on the boat. You know, they're on the Titanic. There could have been, there were several other people that had substantial wealth that could have eventually one day opposed the group of elites that I believe control a lot of things. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. One billionaire can't make an impact to a system like that, but a bunch of billionaires could. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there is a fourth thought that I always like to bring up is that the Tartarian theory that the Titanic was also a leftover piece of ancient technology that they were trying to get rid of as well. So it's a fourfold. You never know. Well, that's, you know, it's funny you say that because it's early 1900s and the World's Fairs, the great expos of the late 1800s, we know they had free energy at that point in time and a lot of different technologies, like even the Tesla related stuff for that matter. But if if you haven't, check out Exposing the Expositions by Howdy McCoskey. That it gives a very good insight into some of the, the weirdness of the world's fairs around the same time. And you can also go back and look in our catalog when we did a four part episode over that book. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we, we did uh a real deep dive into that. It's um you should be able to find it on our bit shoot or anywhere you listen. Yep, yep, and we also did a fifth one, which was the mud flood explanation of it mm-hmm. all. So the reason that we talk about the Titanic is because, as you've if you've heard, if you've looked in anything that's news related over the last week, there has been a discussion about a submarine that disappeared for a little while, and it come to find out that you know it had imploded and people had died amongst the ship, amongst the submarine. So this all began on June 18th, which, you know, everything began sooner. You know, actually, before we get started into this topic, you know, Josh Gates, the guy that does expedition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've met him. I don't know how true this is, but man, my wife said that he actually went on the test run of it. That I would believe that. Yeah. So, He's always into a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, that's crazy. But I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I met him and he... He really is a cool dude, like yeah. a, a genuine um, person. Oh, I'm not saying that he was involved in anything. I'm just like, I'm glad he wasn't on there when it happened. You know what I mean? Like, I like watching his shows. I don't want yeah, to. same. <laughs> same. <laughs> and apparently Mr. Beast was invited to be on it. Wow, dude. I don't know how true that is. That's a development in the last 40 minutes that I've seen, but it seems as though he was invited to be a member like on that as well. So if you don't know what we're talking about, on June 18th, 2023, uh, Ocean Gate Incorporated, which is supposedly a privately owned company, which it probably is, that provided, <laughs> crude, that provided crude submersible tourism, had an experimental submarine which was controlled by a wireless PlayStation controller containing some extremely wealthy people with some, well, then you could call them influential in- individuals in some way. And they began the descent into the depths of the Atlantic o- Ocean to explore the wreckage of the Titanic. I'm one of these people that if I was rich enough, I might have been on there. Because I've always kind of wanted to go on a submarine and go deep underwater. I don't know. 
but I don't, when I walked on there and there's some dude chilling out, smoking a blunt, pl- playing with a PlayStation <laughs> controller, I might have backed out. Like, well, I feel like it, a submarine that needs to at least have two controls that you move with your hands like this and stuff. I think that's the first weird thing about all this yeah. is if, if James Cameron can go to the Titanic crash. Yeah. Why? And you saw his setup whenever they were making the movie. Like, I mean, it was like state of the art stuff. Yeah. Why would these billionaires take a PlayStation controller piloted propane tank to the bottom of the ocean? That's essentially what it was. Like, apparently, sitting inside this thing wasn't comfortable either. Like, like they were crammed in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sitting almost Indian style, probably. And I think that's what perked up a lot of the ears of people who are doing content on this right now, too. Yeah. It's just on the surface, it doesn't make any sense. And then when you start to go a little bit deeper, it starts to make even less sense. Now, before we move forward with the people that were on board, I fully believe these people died on this. I fully believe it was some kind of tragedy. It is a tragedy. Um, I... My concern and my thought is it may be in another orchestrated tragedy, but that's just my personal opinion. And like we always say, do your own research into things. And this is new. So the individuals on board was Stockton Rush. He was the CEO and founder of Ocean Gate, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. And then we had Shazada Dawood, uh, Solman Dawood, his 19-year-old son, Paul Henry Nagalet, Nagalay, Nagalay. I can't help you with that one. Nag- it's N-A-R-G-E-O-L-E-T. And Hamish Harding. Um, so we'll go ahead and I'll start letting Tully go into the de- details of who these people were. So Yeah, so I'm just going to, here's what we, whenever you used to do a Google search, Stockton Rush CEO and founder of Ocean Gate Inc. Um, Shazada Daywood was a member of the World Economic Forum, vice chairman of Ingro Corporation, director of Daywood Hercules Corporation, board member of Princess Trust, board member of the SETI Institute, and a trustee of the Daywood Foundation. Yeah. Um, Sulman was his 19-year-old son, so there's not a lot to say there about him. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Henry, that we mentioned earlier, we can't say his last name because <laughs> we can't pronounce it. Yeah, sorry. Um, whenever you do a quick search, he's just listed as a 77-year-old French explorer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hamish Harding uh, worked with an Antarctic VIP tourism company uh, called Watt Desert. Um, introducing the first regular business jet service to Antarctic or to the Antarctic uh, region. And he visited the South Pole several times, one of which he actually was accompanied by Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. So, why does everything like this seem like something more than just a horrible accident? You know, right now, like I said, it's terribly tell exactly what's happened or why it has. There are a couple things that lead, question, lead to questions in reference to this. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to state this. In 2012, David Rothschild joined Ocean Gate's board of directors. Rothschild, as we know, is an old banking family 
that has strong ties to the creation of Federal Reserve. Yeah, you know what? I think so. Yeah, it, from what I remember reading about this, it somehow I think even the the Dave Rothschilds Foundation was tied to this company. Um, yeah, I can't remember the exact. I'm sure when you go to do your own research, yeah. um, you'll see what I'm talking about there. But he was at least on the board of directors, like Cecil said. Yeah. So when it comes to this, you know, there's a lot of things that's tied into this. And just like the Titanic, I feel, in my own opinion, was orchestrated to eliminate several factors and to build wealth here and gain power there, eliminate people here. There's several things that go into this tragedy as well that seem almost to mirror what what happened there. So well, some, something that's coming out now that is just sort of a developing story is that apparently the Navy heard what they believed to be the implosion on the Sunday, like this, this past Sunday, it would have been uh, the 18th of yeah. June, which was the day they set sail. And then um, apparently they didn't release that information and that started coming out, I think on Friday. So by the they had already like used all of these resources to get together the search party and everything before they released that the Navy apparently heard this event happen. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's, that's kind of suspicious as well, because from Sunday till Friday, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. They didn't release that, that the implosion had occurred until Friday. So the so that whole week they had known that something like that probably had occurred, and they knew that this had went missing. You know, if they knew that had occurred, they knew the location. Why did they let people start amassing, you know, search parties and things like this when they knew where it was at? Yeah, I think that that gets us to our next point. It's like, you know, if you're waving one hand over here, what's the other hand doing? Exactly. And we do have a list of headlines from, you know, around the last week that may be of interest in um, in this scenario that, that have definitely been convoluted by the story of the submarine. Yeah. So Scott Parazinski, uh, one of the board members of Ocean Gate, was apparently part of the United Nations Global Health Impact Forum back in 2014. And something that's making its rounds on social media right now is the fact that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell was also at the same forum as a founder and CEO of the Terramar project at the time. Now, that could just be, you know, I think people people are just like fond and ties to any any like I think people are just searching for the truth right now. Yeah. So any connections that they can make to any of these board members, any of the passengers, you know, it, that stuff's starting to surface on social media. Um, so you know, take that with a grain of salt. That was just something that we threw in there because it, I, I think it was like Thursday or Friday, someone made that connection and started posting about it. And Another thing. Go ahead. 
And you know, whenever things like this first occur and it starts raising eyebrows, you're going to start hearing wild theories left and right. You know, some of these we believe we we believe are possibilities. Some of them may not be. Some of them are happenstance. Some of them may not be. Right now, it's too soon for anybody to really know exactly what's occurred. Besides, you know, the loss of life, but things do not seem as though they appear. Is essentially what we're trying to say, and everybody should keep looking into it. With the way technology is today, and the information overload that people can obtain, I, I assume that we'll know more about this a lot faster than we did the Titanic. Oh yeah, they, even the social media blow up on all of this stuff has been crazy to see all of these theories and stuff. Um, which have been interesting. Like it's cool to to have theories about things, but you always have to keep in the back of your mind that these are real people, and you know there's people suffering right now, their loss. Yeah. So you know, it, you just have to try to be respectful in the midst of all of this stuff. Yeah. One strange thing that Tully has sent over, um, which is the wife of the CEO Stockton Rush who perished in this tragedy, is the great great granddaughter of a couple who actually went down with the Titanic. Mm -hmm. That came out recently too. There was a, a bunch of articles about just detailing who her grandparents were, and you know, there's pretty lengthy reads on that if you want to check that out too. Yeah. Who was the whistleblower that was like expressing the safety concerns? Does anybody know who that is? Um, I believe there. If if you go out there and just start searching about whistleblower, uh, Ocean Gate whistleblower safety concerns, you'll find information. And this this has been a minute too. It's not like he just you know came out last week with safety concerns. This was like in 2018. There was a whistleblower. It, I, I didn't see whether he was fired before or after like maybe he was fired and then just did that out of like being pissed spot. off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so take that with a grain of salt too. But, you know, like we said a minute ago, tons of information coming out and speculation. And that's one big thing is they're like, well, there was a whistleblower over safety concerns. And now look what happened. Well, you know, the whole thing seemed like a safety concern because, I don't know about you, but my controller dies just at random. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the like, PlayStation controller is uh like concerning. did they have spare batteries? Like does it pause for a minute until you can reconnect? Like and hit start? Like it just doesn't make sense to use that. <laughs> like that'd be like, you know, I'm gonna fly us to Mars. I'm gonna use this joystick from Atari. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like <laughs> that doesn't make fucking sense. Like to uh, go to one of the most unexplored and dangerous things in the universe. Well, and that's what's sparking all of these questions. Like we said in the beginning, is just the the state of all of this stuff um, compared to you know in 1996 or what it was when James Cameron went to start shooting footage for the movie Titanic. Yeah. He was in a state of the art sub. Like that thing looked like it was from the future. Yeah. And then you have this. Like yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. If you're a billionaire, why not take something like James Cameron that I think they did it. I think the the reason that they'll say is they wanted more people in it. Make it bigger. You know? 
Maybe. <laughs> you can put more seats in, I'm sure. So is it just happenstance that this tragedy took place at a location that was already orchestrated by individuals that wanted to create the Federal Reserve? That's a good question that you should ask yourself because, you know, the things that the wars, the civil unrest that stem from this and the money that's been made because I don't, there's a true thought that the people that fund the wars are always funding both sides. Mm -hmm. I mean, so let's look a little more into it and what the possibilities are and what events have transpired directly before, during and after the ocean gate tragedy. So what's one of the what's one of the big things that's happened this week that just is not getting getting any news because well, of this? We keep talking about J.P. Morgan, and it's it's weird because while all this stuff's going on, that J.P. Morgan's involved in the headlines a lot. Um, you know, in in the spaces in between the internet going crazy about OceanGate. Mm -hmm. um, so. I'll just roll through some taglines that had JP Morgan listed and you can Google any of these. Like I said earlier, we're not making any comments on this stuff. We're just presenting facts um, and presenting information that already exists on the internet pretty much. Um, so the first one, JP Morgan agreed to pay $290 million to settle a lawsuit alleging that it knowingly benefited from uh, former client Jeffrey Epstein's uh, trafficking enterprise. Mm -hmm. um, followed by that, uh, J.P. Morgan mistakenly deleted 47 million records the SEC alleged. What, uh, what records would it have been that they deleted? deleted? They, the SEC says that uh, J.P. Morgan deleted records uh, that were requested in several probes. Wow. So, so go out there and see for yourself what the probes were. Um, and they've agreed to pay an additional $4 million to settle the allegations by the SEC. So I don't, I don't, uh, anticipate any repercussions there other than just monetary. And what's $4 million to one of the world's largest banks, but that's not even one of the craziest things that's happened this week. Go and on. then, um, the last one regarding JP Morgan, they partnered with BlackRock to um and apparently the ukrainian government to establish a new reconstruction bank <laughs> that will serve as a conduit for public seed capital to fund rebuilding projects and it aims to attract significant private investments potentially amounting to hundreds of billions or trillions of dollars yeah you know so basically a new i mean in in layman's terms they pretty much own their debt at this point yeah i mean you could go as far as to say they own the country but you know technically they don't but do they <laughs> you well, know they, like i don't well they always plant these things to make it seem as though it's a good thing like we're doing this great thing i assure you they don't do things like this in the interest of the people they do it in self-interest so if they're going to rebuild a country, then that country is going to have when it because the money right now is probably going to be coming from our tax dollars. Well, think about this. I would be willing to bet that if you were to Google top shareholders of whatever company manufactures the equipment that destroyed Ukraine. Yeah. 
BlackRock's probably one of the top three shareholders. Absolutely. You guarantee it. <laughs> so if you if you are a major shareholder in the company that destroys something and you're the rebuilder, you're ma making money off both sides. Exactly. And that's just a that's just the that's just the definition of who these people are now. Like you fund both sides, you never lose. And you know, there's a there is a channel that's getting a lot of attention on TikTok, like millions and millions of views about his breakdowns of BlackRock's uh shareholding involvement in, in a yeah. bunch of different companies. Uh, I believe his channel is called Cancel This Clothing Company. <laughs> and and he goes on, I mean, like each of his videos probably have three million views just He'll go to like the shampoo aisle and he'll be like, okay, we're going to see which shampoos are owned by BlackRock as a, as the majority shareholder. <laughs> and it'll be like one shampoo. Wow. And somebody, some hick in the local area probably made it. That's funny. Yeah. Um, the next couple things, uh, like I said, one of them involves a little bit of politics. We're not going to get into politics. I'm just going to read it. You can go research it. Mm -hmm. um, so the first one, which is weird, the U.S. approved chicken made from cultivated cells, the nation's first lab-grown meat. And That's I believe it's horrible. You know, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I haven't looked into this a ton, but back in the day when they were talking about lab-grown meat, they were using HeLa cells. Mm-hmm. To, they were using HeLa in animal cells to do the replication. And if you don't know what HeLa cells are, they came from a woman. I forget her name. What was her um, name? I believe her name was Henrietta Lacks. Henrietta Lacks, who had a cancer in her. And these are cancerous cells that are apparently the immortal cell. So, yeah, I, I'm not smart enough to, to talk about what the like the mechanics of that. No. But it is like apparently truly immortal. Like they're still replicating today. Yeah. Um, and there have been a, a couple other instances of that. Um, which is a, it's a whole rabbit hole to go down just on that one topic. But yeah. I, I thought that was worthy of throwing on the list because it's just stranger than fiction. Absolutely. And, um, and then go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. no, you're going. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say the the last one that we threw on here was obviously anybody who hasn't been under a rock knows that a lot of political figures are getting um, uh, prosecuted. I guess would be the right word, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but specifically well, not, this week, not prosecuted, they're getting charged. I charged. Guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the legal terms, but. This week, um, the president's son, Hunter, got no major charges related to federal tax crimes or felony possession charges. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Um, there's also whistleblowers from the IRS saying that uh, the Justice Department had interfered in the investigation into him. Oh, yeah. Um so lots of craziness there and you know go look that up start yeah. start looking into that um as well as the other stuff 
And if they needed an event to flood the news cycle, there's plenty of stuff that happened in the last week and a half that I could see uh, them wanting to direct attention from. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the, the Hunter Biden stuff, you know, if that would have been a normal person, they'd been thrown under the prison for a lifetime. I just think about the, the only thing that comes to my mind when I hear felony guns, I always think about little Wayne. Yeah. And Even they were Wayne spent time in jail for some like, time. isn't that what he went to prison for? Was yeah. it illegal firearms? Exactly. Yeah. And you know, the FBI has also been called into this as well because they're just not releasing evidence. Like just refuse to release evidence. It's weird. And there was apparently a, um, what a message from Hunter to Henry Zaw, the CEO of Harvest Fund Management, and that said, I'm sitting here with my father, and we'd like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. That's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty incriminating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if some of this stuff is legitimate, then, you know, I think there's a lot more there than just what happened with him in the news this past week. Um, but. I mean, would it be considered? It could be considered, I guess, double jeopardy to try to go after the same thing multiple times. Yeah, that's true. So, and, it, and this didn't it, take place, and the the text, the message between them didn't take place after the election. It was before, is in two thousand seventeen. So it's an old message. So got you. Um. So don't think that you know the president was doing something shady while he's sitting in office. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. So that's just an insight into what's occurred this week that no one would really be able to look into unless you move past the first two or three headlines of any news organization because it's been, you know, just it was all submarine related. Everything was submarine related. Anything you looked into, the first few well, articles you see would be about the submarine that they knew was gone. Sunday of last week, but didn't release anything till Friday. And they were why? Did, why did they need five days? Yeah, of the news cycle blitz is the question. If they already suspected that it had imploded, imploded, then they could have at least went to investigate the noise that they thought was the implosion. You know, exactly. And not only that but they let people put together search teams massive search teams there were search teams that went out no indication of giving them any information on where this might have occurred and it seems like it was a delayed process now everybody says things move slow sometimes but five full days of people thinking that these people are sitting at the bottom of the ocean with 40 hours of oxygen left you know, is a horrible, horrible thing to do in any light when they were already gone, you know, leaving the families to ponder, you know, suffering what's going on instead of just knowing what had ended up happening. It's um so this is something that everybody should look into. I think we'll we'll start to hear more and more theories. I'm already like you can already find alternative theories out there like you know, some people don't think there was anybody on the ship or the sub to begin with. Uh -huh. um, 
some people think that you know maybe it was some kind of hit job like it there there's a ton of different theories right now and like i said where it's so new people are digging like any little piece of information like the Gislaine stuff yeah and just throwing it out there just to try to grasp at straws for connections yeah and you know some of it is noteworthy but you know the big thing to me is is why wait you know like because it was it was like five days of an excursion pretty much yeah of like rather than you know searching for remnants people still had hope that they were going to find these people a lot there's even one day i think wednesday where uh there's a bunch of articles that said that there was ships here in knocking like uh sequenced knocking and so well is and you know we should always be curious even now even more now than ever before everyone's getting turned in every direction and you know fear is what they're going to use as outline and thought in everybody's mind we should question everything you should read mm -hmm. everything don't believe anything you ever hear always look into it yourself so that we're never controlled by narratives written in boardrooms amongst individuals who really only have self-interest in mind and to think they would not spend a human life to forward agendas to build upon massive wealth and cover up events that could snap us into reality and make us question more things about how they obtained their wealth and power is a joke, really. And, you know, conspiracy theorists is a term used now to where they want... It's made to be evil in this world. And as, because they say we spread false information, that hurts everybody, in my opinion which appears to be only the only thing left in the world that is free to not 100% believe what is being pushed by the mainstream media and control content is the way that we became humans as we are, you know, self thought led us to what we are now. Proof of conspiracies can be found throughout history. Um, there are several conspiracies throughout history that's been proven true. So who do you think was the ones that uncovered these conspiracies it was a theorist who thought that there was something more in depth mm -hmm. you know and they're the ones that brought the proof to the service so with that you know um we'll go ahead and wrap up remember to watch us every friday night live eastern at five at eight. eight eastern time on weird awakenings which is part of the weird realities network and uh, Thank you for watching us because they're watching you.